Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. Can you, is the, the way that it was portrayed on the show, did you actually not know you were going to Tasha's place and you were going to Chris Harrison's place? Or are we allowed to even talk yeah. about this? No, so so 100%, I mean, there's obviously like reality and like yeah. what's kind of like because you're in the situation you're in, but that was probably my biggest dose of like a real moment. There are two moments that were real. Hey everybody, Jonah here in Brooklyn, New York, but you already knew that. So super exciting. We have our first bonus episode. We're doing three episodes a week for the next three weeks. This is one of them. Uh, of course, this is presented by Mindset Wellness CBD, the awesome product uh, that we've been promoting our amazing sponsor. They make CBD gummies, a bunch of other CBD products. We really love the gummies. We got you guys a code. Seeing other people, it's 10% off and free shipping. Today's uh, special bonus episode of the week, we are joined by the really awesome Ed Weisborough. Ed Weisborough, you might know from The Bachelorette with Claire and then eventually Tasha. Ed uh, famously uh, really almost had an amazing moment with Tasha uh, and then went to go visit Chris Harrison's room. Um, but Ed is a really amazing, nice guy, living in Florida, uh, living in Miami. He's single. He sits down with Alana and I and talks about his dating life and what it was like being on that show and some of the lessons he's learned from being on that show and how he, you know, implements that into his romantic life. Anyway, it's an awesome conversation. We hope you guys enjoy this bonus episode. Let us know what you think. Uh, let's get into it. All right, everybody, welcome into our segment, our correspondent of the week, the awesome Ed Weisbro, which I just found out also means Ed White Bread translates uh, to Ed White Bread. Ed, thank you for hanging out with us on Seeing Other People. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. We're excited to have you. I, I mean, I have to ask, at what point did you figure out that translation versus at what point did the people in your life figure it out and start making it your nickname? Like, what was the time difference there? No, I think uh, I actually did find out about it from someone else when I was younger. It was like third grade and some like someone's uh, family was from like German. And so he's like, oh, your name means white bread. And I asked, you know, my family and they're like, yeah, sure enough, it does. And so yeah, after that, just kind of stuck at that school and kind of, you know, um, since then. So, yeah, so a lot of people just call me Ed White Bread, White Bread, whatever. So That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I'm realizing now my last name is Feingold, and I, I could only assume that literally just means, like, find the act of finding gold, which is kind of exciting, but maybe... <laughs> or that the gold that's being found is, like, fine gold. Uh, that's a good point, too. You know. And my last name's done, so I'm just done with all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um... Ed, where are, just for our listeners, where are you in the world? Um, paint the picture for us. 
Yeah, so I'm located, uh, I'm in Miami. Um, I was in Miami before the show. I lived in Miami for like three years. And um, I have a job that I typically travel a lot. So I fly to other cities probably three, four days a week. Um, but obviously since COVID, everything's kind of been shut down. So I've been working from home. So this is my place. Uh, I live here. I work out here. I get my groceries delivered here. Um, you know, it's kind of been home base for like a year now. Nice. Um, but obviously it's, it's warm out so I can still get on the water and do a lot of, you know, COVID safe, safe stuff around here and just kind of get outside. So it's good to be, uh, somewhere warm, you know, during all this for sure. Love it. Speaking of COVID safe stuff, let's talk dating, which is of course what we're here to talk about. We're um, here to talk about dating? What? No yeah, way. You know. Although I do want to hear about the sports and the like, Miami, I feel like has, there's so much more cool outdoor activities you can do there than in New York. But, um, Let's just paint a picture for our audience. Are you single in a relationship? What's the status for Ed these no, days? So, so I'm single. Um, I, I think it's harder to meet people. I mean, it has been since last March just because of, you know, kind of the, the limited capacity of being able to go out or socialize to the fullest extent. So, uh, yeah, I think it's like all about the creativity and, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've kind of perfected, I call it, I, I uh, call it the sip and stroll. Or kind of grab a bottle of wine and like go on a date, walk around Brickell, which is like Miami. So walk along the water over one of the the causeways and sip some wine and like it's been fun and it's like a kind of get you out moving, get some wine. I mean, it, it's kind of a it, it's been a good way to meet people because you're kind of forced to conversate maybe more so than say going to a sporting event or something like that. So I love that a lot. That's uh-huh. a really great. That's a really great, great like go to plan. And how are you meeting people? Is it, I mean, I actually imagine there's a level of, I'm curious if you're getting recognized and that's maybe changing the way that you're meeting people. Are you on the apps? Is there happens to, is there like meet cutes at Whole Foods? Although or even like, yeah. So, so it's funny. And it's funny you said Whole Foods because I, when I went out to the Bachelorette, I told everyone that that was like probably the best place in Miami to, <laughs> to meet people organically. <laughs> um but yeah the whole foods near me it's like a couple blocks away was always the best and uh so prior to covid and even during the covid i was using like hinge and you know maybe bumble here and there but hinge was like i liked hinge a lot better um but yeah since going on the show you kind of they they have you delete your apps you have to delete the apps um through the course of the show and then since then um you know just uh either reconnect with people that i've known before or people that message you on instagram or whatever um, so I haven't been back on the apps yet, but, uh, you know, was kind of before filming started for the bachelorette. Do you think after coming off the show, like your dating life has changed beyond just like the, the initial way, like people might DM you or, or like mm. recognize you. Um, do you think, yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you think that that's ha- gone? I, I think it's changed in two ways. I think it's like probably easier to meet people and to some degree that might be like DM you and like there's more of a pool of people that you wouldn't maybe have access to or people wouldn't be messaging you if they hadn't seen you on the TV. But then the flip side of that is they have a perception of like, this is who you are because I saw this on TV and that is, that is what I'm going to get. And so that's kind of odd because they have a preconceived notion. And so you're kind of aware of that, but uh, you know, I think if anything, it probably helps you just kind of have you know, more options as far as people are like messaging you and interested in you versus usually it's like me going on hinge trying to like you know meet yeah. somebody so it makes it a little bit easier in that respect definitely on on the dates themselves 
are people really focused on just like asking about your experience on the show or your new like network in Bachelor Nation? Like, I, I feel like I can imagine that happening. I think you get, you get like the, you get the, it's almost like the three types of people. You get the ones that go right for it and they, they bring it right up. And then you get the people that don't bring it up, but you know, they know. And then the people <laughs> that like indirectly reference it throughout a conversation in hopes that you'll bring it up. You know what I mean? Like right. casually like, Oh, like, what do you like to do? Like, Oh, I love to paddleboard and watch the bachelorette. And you're like, and you're supposed to say, Oh, but I was on the, but they already know that, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like a weird, yeah. it's a weird thing. So That's what, funny. what is the biggest lesson you retrospectively looking back at both the way you were on camera and your experience in the show, what's like a lesson that you learned? And let's give an example. A lot and I have now done maybe, I don't know, 50 plus episodes of, of a podcast about dating. So we treat dating differently. Now it's hard to go on a date and not, play podcast host sometimes what is something that you've noticed in your dating life that has changed as a result of going on that show and 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 being involved in a dating show on national television like you know from an emotional and like personality standpoint yeah i think from a personality standpoint and it was the same before but i mean the show i mean it, it kind of just reinforces that you need to be yourself be authentic mm. um um, and that's kind of like, I'm 37. So you kind of get past that age, like where you're trying to impress people or do stuff just to, um, you know, kind of make the, the best statement on a first date. So it's more or less, you know, yourself and be yourself. Um, but as far as like just other perspectives, the show really, it really kind of like, you know, it helps you just, it helps you to, uh, you know, you interviewed there all day. You're, you're in interviews, you're doing stuff, you're, you're talking to people and it just helps you kind of, be better at presenting kind of your, what your feelings are, communicating with people, um, makes you more comfortable meeting new people. And so you're thrown in this world where you have 20 cameras and 20 people asking you questions. So when you're just out with a girl, even maybe if you're just a little bit nervous, maybe it's a lot better because you feel comfortable because you've been put in those stressful situations. Um, so it kind of feel more comfortable um, faster, I think, for sure. I don't know why I had this like imagination of like you're on a date in Miami and like to help replicate the feeling of being on the show, you bring a crew <laughs> so you can just go off and do an interview in case you ever want to know like, you know, how the date's going. Um, uh, so, okay. That's that. I think that that is a really cool piece of advice. And for our listeners, I think a lot of the things they have, they struggle with is communication and that's from both ends. That's from like people you're on dates with and people you're going on dates with and how do I communicate my feelings? Um, but I can imagine that coming off of that show really did that. I, I respect that. And I, I think that's, that's like a dope, you know, dope change to dating life. Yeah. I have, I have two questions for you. The first one, and I think about this every time I watch the show where it's like, obviously the end of every episode or hope we hope every episode is the rose ceremony. And as crazy as the concept of a rose ceremony is sometimes I'm just like, Oh, like I almost wish the end of my dates could have a rose ceremony. So I would just know right then and there, if this person wants to see me again, like yeah. it, what was that experience like? And do you think that now in your dating life or like just moving forward at, that's led you to be more upfront about if you plan to see the person again, if you want to go on another date. Yeah. So the, for the first part, yeah, the rose ceremonies were you, you kind of uh, put in that situation where, I, I mean, at first, because, you know, they can't really get to know you through a few minute conversation. So you're kind of like, am I picked or am I not? You have no clue. 
um, eventually when you start kind of like having good conversations, you're like, I got a good pick or maybe that went poorly. Um, but I think in, in real life, and this sounds crazy, but I've always been very open. I won't imply that I'm going to see someone again. or I won't say, yeah, well, got, I mean, I, I only say that when I really want to go out with someone again. So I try to kind of communicate that toward the end, like, Hey, we should get together or Hey, it was nice meeting you. Because, hey, nice meeting you means great meeting you. No, you know, but I, Please. I've never, I've never actually even ghosted someone. I've never, I, I respond wow. to everyone just to be nice. Like, I feel bad Round of applause. Ghost. Ed so is never a model, a model dater, you guys. Be like Ed. Don't ghost, be like Ed. Yeah, well, the problem is like something every now and again, you get those people that continue to text you. They don't get the point. Yeah. But I mean, I try, I, I really don't try to ever not communicate that. I mean, um, you know, yeah. I, I try to be as honest as possible. And usually you kind of know after a date whether you want to see someone. There's not many that I'm like, I'm on the fence. I don't really know. You kind of have a good a good sense pretty fast. I applaud you for your anti-ghosting. That's something we definitely preach on the show. Um, and we've helped our listeners with a format to help. It's called ACT for every gun, everyone listening right now. Acknowledge, compliment, terminate, thank. Go ahead and do that. Uh, you know what it means. Um Wow. Well, that's, that's great. Well, okay. So I have, I guess I have one question and I don't know if this is something we were allowed to talk about, but I, as a, as a fan of the show, I, first of all, I actually know Julie. Um, I don't know if, if she was on your season. Um, it's really, it's Lapaca. Is it last name Lapaca? Yeah, she was actually, um, so I didn't get to know her as well just because she was actually Tasha's producer. That's so right. The leads typically have a producer um and so the, the house we had a bunch of producers but the leads typically have one or two just to themselves and they're kind of they're kind of separate yeah. she's awesome um we connected over this like film world stuff and really big fan of hers but so my question to you is this i actually spent all my years growing up at la quinta my grandparents lived out there oh so nice I, I know that place in the like the back of my hand now i actually know for a fact that it's very confusing as a as a geography map location can you, is the, the way that it was portrayed on the show, did you actually not know you were going to Tasha's place and you were going to Chris Harrison's place? Or are we allowed to even talk yeah. about this? No, so so 100%, I mean, there's obviously like reality and like yeah. what's kind of like because you're in the situation you're in, but that was probably my biggest dose of like a real moment. There are two moments that were real. When those guys came back naked from dodgeball was a kind of like what the <laughs> fuck moment. Yeah. Like I was shocked. I wanted to get off that couch. I was sitting there. I was like, what is going on? What the I yeah. couldn't believe my eyes. And then when Chris Harrison answered the door, I immediately, I mean, I think you can see on the camera, my first reaction was like, oh, well, can I still talk to Tasha? I thought he was over there giving her like a pep talk or something. <laughs> right. Until he said it was like his house. But yeah, that was legitimately... I 100% I had cologne on I like took a sh- I mean I thought I was going to Tasha's house that night um I think I was kind of angry for like a split second but then I was like well this is still wine with Chris Harrison so it's like it was a great consolation prize um yeah. but yeah I definitely uh that was like my biggest dose of reality out there for sure do, do we know if the, do we know if the producers said to you that's the right direction and then they were they did they mislead you or like did you think did you just naturally know oh this is where her house must be I'm just like I had I had some memories and I kind of told the producer where I was going and like they kind of like helped me get there um <laughs> and I don't know why I don't know how far off I even was, but it wasn't that yeah. far off, but it was two 30 in the morning. So it was, it was super late. I had waited all night. I'm like, can I go see Tasha? Let me go see Tasha now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you got Chris, Chris in his pajamas just chilling. So 
Well, it's a very dark. I mean, when it's dark out there, it's dark. It's the desert. So you get the stars in the sky. Yeah. And that's like essentially and the only got, way. People, people forget you got like no maps. You got no phone. You got no nothing really. Yeah. Um, and it's a property that we were kind of kept on very, one very small portion. So none of us ever left our little section. So we were, we had no familiarity other than going to rose ceremonies with like other parts of the property really. Sure. Do you think so, the outcome of your experience on the show and your relationship with Tasha would have been different had you actually shown up at her door? Um, wow. I think there's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, I think if you, <laughs> yeah. if you, I think that one-on-one time when I was out there, I mean, you, that's what you want. It's like Tasha time. It's kind of like the currency they're out there for. Um, I would like to think that we could have had like a good connection, but ultimately Zach was my roommate. Um, the guy that won wow and his connection with Tasha, like on you know i could tell like when i was roommates with them and even you know watching it back now is so you know it's so good that like i, I still don't think it's like i would have ended up with Tasha. maybe i would have stuck around another rose ceremony who knows yeah but well yeah i thought i thought chris would have kept me somehow you know i thought he'd keep pulling for a friend to drink wine with i don't know you he think should have pulled after, you aside and given you a rose. Yeah, you, yeah. Chris, Chris should have one rose where he can put gives <laughs> keep somebody around. You know. Um, yeah. Well, look, we we really appreciate your time. This has been a, a an awesome conversation. I want you to, if you can, leave our listeners with one piece of dating advice. Um, this could be pre bachelorette or post bachelorette. I mean, maybe what you know something to do with what led you to want to go on the show. Like just something that you that's like a rule that you, you know, a, a, a guiding light that you live by in your romantic life. I mean, I, I kind of already said it. I don't want to be cliche because I'm, I'm not a cliche person. Um, but the thing I've always kind of said is I think it's just about being yourself. Um, you know, that man child award, I got that award, but it's kind of like, I like to have a good time. I do. I, I do like that fun. I joke a lot. Um, and they didn't show a lot of that on the show, but I was doing that. I and mean, most of the guys out there, if you ask them, they'll know me for, you know, just having a good time. Um, but yeah, being yourself, because, you know, you go on dates with people and they might be nervous or you could tell some people might say one thing or another. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, I've been on dates with girls where I feel like if they had just been themselves, it would have been a lot better than them trying to, you know, say the right things or the worst thing is those girls that agree with everything you say, you know, you can say my favorite color is this. Oh, me too. Like I want, you know, you need, you need someone to kind of jostle back and forth with and yeah. Um, the other thing I learned was when you go on a date and this is kind of like that sip and stroll thing in Miami, um, you know, even going forward non COVID, sometimes maybe it's better to have less stimulus on a date because it really forces you to get to know that person a lot faster. Because like you can have fun with anyone at a Marlins game or at like a heat game and like be distracted and not really realize, but like when you kind of go and you're forced to really, you know, sit through a conversation for an hour, you kind of get a really good sense of who that person is. If it's, um, you know, done correctly. So um, maybe more to the point on first dates, maybe save the, the, the distractions to the second date just to kind of save some time, but uh, you know, to each their own. Well, the exciting news that I have to tell you is that I'm going to be in Florida all next week. If you want to go for a sip and stroll, let me know. I will, be, right, I, will, I will disagree with everything that you say. <laughs> no, are you in, where are you going? Miami or where are you going? Um, I'm going down to West Palm, but I'm probably going to also go to Miami for a bit. Okay. Yeah. My brother actually lives up in, I, I lived there for like two years. So West Palm, I know it. it's so weird how like different everything is like Lauderdale to Miami to where they're all like their own <laughs> different world. It's, it's crazy, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be guys, here. I'm not, if you guys get okay. married, I get to speak at the wedding. I saw it happen on the Zoom. <laughs> 
Um, oh, I love that. Well, well, Ed, thank you. Uh, Alana is and, and Ed are now going on a date. I'm just gonna tell our listeners it's happening. Um, and uh, we, yeah, we appreciate your time and appreciate you just chatting with us, man. This is this is this is great. No, well, thanks a lot. This is uh, this is really fun just to kind of be on, just kind of um, have some fun conversations. It's always fun to talk about dating and apps and all that kind of stuff. So we, we're we're here to do it whenever yeah. you want. Maybe yeah, we'll get you. Let's keep this thing going. Let's keep let's bring you back. Um, and that'd be really great. But uh, yeah. all, right. Um, all right, everybody, thank you so much, Ed. Thank you for being here. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye. Thank you.